Un, dos, tres. Let's distress. You're talking over Hi, music. I'm Londres. And I'm Eric, but you can call me Tello. This show is a family-oriented show, but it's oriented from the adult perspective. We talk about adult situations, and very often we use adult language. So if there's any kids in the room, kick their asses out. They don't belong here right now. Unless they want to learn something about life. Right, this may not be suitable for children. And I'd like to add, I don't want to make anybody mad, and I love my family and friends. I do too. May not be suitable for children, but the youngest people in the family are the ones who listen the most. Right. And just to let them know that we age. (laughs) Duh. Our bodies. We don't stay young looking forever. Like, look at this hairline. Oh, man. My hairline used to be, like, almost on my eyebrows. (laughs) And now you could project a double feature on this motherfucker up here. (laughs) So I I heard the other morning I was getting ready for work and the news was on and there was a, a brief segment about cosmetic surgeries, um, the increase. Because it's a Halloween co- episode. Unless yeah. you're getting like scary. Yeah, cosmetics. because people were going all over the place, different countries, even though we were in a pandemic. To get scary looking cosmetic yeah, surgery? Yeah, and it would like backfire on them. So instead of getting like a J-Lo ass, they were getting like a... Frankenstein ass? Yeah. So weird. That scared me. They get one of those Dracula asses? <laughs> What's a Dracula ass? I don't know, but I'm guessing it's probably kind of flat. Oh, I'm wondering. I you probably know, have he, one of those. Probably because he lays in the coffin all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just guessing. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, that you get was one scary. of those hairy werewolf asses. <laughs> Maybe it, it to get, get rid of bigger, it. It gets bigger on a full moon. Oh, that's why it's called a full moon. <laughs> <laughs> They've gone through a wax. <laughs> oh, gosh. Let's see. Any other scary monsters? Oh, what if you went in for plastic surgery to get a nice booty and they gave you the invisible man booty and you came out with the exact same looking booty? And they're like, no, it's it's there. You just can't see it because it's the Invisible Man booty. So I was talking to someone the other day and they said, uh, why don't you just buy those underpants, underwear that enhance it? You know, and I'm like, underwear with like little yeah. bats on it. What are you talking about? Because we're keeping Halloween centric or are we just talking about life? That's what we do. Yeah, I know. But I wanted to keep this one Halloween themed or spooky themed. I think we're scaring our listeners. We just need to carry on. I think on you don't her. understand what the the topic of today's show is. <laughs> that happens occasionally. For example, <laughs> for example, in preparation of the season, and also to you know get in touch with my roots a little bit, I've uh, been like kind of, sort of, just on the surface level, dabbling in Dia de los Muertos. Is that like you're getting into witchcraft? No, cause. Dia de los Muertos. What does that yeah, mean? Yeah, the Day of the Dead. Yeah, that's a, a yeah. Mexican celebration. Of, yeah, it is of life actually. Right. Yeah. And I'm I'm not going to explain it right now. You can look it up, but it's I like the iconography that comes along with it. I like that the iconography. Sugar yeah. skulls. Uh, the uh, the bright. Um, the candles. Uh, yeah, the bright colored. Uh, oh, what what are the animals called? The little spirit guides. I forgot what they're called. Anyway, so I bought. My last great grocery order, they had some some things available that you could buy. I bought an apron with like a little 
skeleton on it with the painted oh, cool. face and everything and decorated. And uh, I also bought a mug with the little uh, Calavera skull. Skull painted. on it. Yeah. I'm going to show you real quick. You see oh, that mug? my gosh. It's so cute. Yes. Well, what are if you I drinking read that? How, nothing. Because look how, look how tiny it is in comparison to me. So, so on the internet I, when I ordered it, I didn't pay attention to the to the size. But this is a three ounce mug. I thought it was going to be a regular size coffee <laughs> mug that I could just I could fill you up know, with a little something bit of ice along and water. this size. Yeah, put it in front of the camera. There you yeah. go. Yeah, Sorry. I thought it would be something like that, and I knew it was like metal. I thought maybe oh, next time I go camping, I, that can be my camping cup too. Like unless I'm going to start drinking and doing shots, there's not much I can. Yeah, there's actually little, um, not little, but there's certain coffee that you can make or teas that only require just a tiny bit. That Cuban coffee? I think it's Cuban coffee. Like super strong? Yeah, and you really can only drink it in in ounces like that. That means nothing to me. I don't drink coffee. That's scary. You really scared the shit out of me with that story. wasn't a scary story it was about dia de los muertos and decorating and getting the iconography around the house so i have a dia de los muertos story oh yeah yeah um do you want to save it for our christmas episode <laughs> <laughs> no i think it's gonna go it's a good fit for this this topic okay, okay? so the year before the pandemic and everything shut down and i started Stop seeing my family. Yeah. Um, Julie, our cousin, which she shared her a story with us before about you know, spooky stories. Well, she has some more stories she's going to share today. Yeah. Um, so she had a Halloween slash birthday slash Dia de los Muertos. Um, because yeah, her birthday so close to Halloween. Yeah. And um, so the invite was... That, hey, you know, dress up, paint your face, you know, we're going to get into into the Dia de los Muertos theme. So I'm all about dressing up. I'll paint my face. I'll do whatever Halloween, Dia de los Muertos. So we went and we bought some face paint. I went and I bought like an inexpensive top, you know, that reminded me of something that was worn back in the day, you know. Um, and I dressed up and I painted half of my face like, um, skeleton, the skull. skull. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with the colors and the black and the white, whatever. So I did it. Isabel did it and Priscilla. Luis is not, he's anti anything like that. So he's too cool. Yeah. He didn't want to get his face dirty. And, uh, he has a nice face. Why would you want to cover that up with (laughs) paint? He got into half of it. I mean, whatever. Your so, face, you should have covered the whole thing. <laughs> I know, right? Well, so we go to the party and we could see that there's there are cars. So we knew that there was quite a few people going to be inside Julie's house. We knock on the door. They open it. And, you know, um, when you walk into Julie's house, it's the living room. And she uses that during parties as the setup room with tables and chairs so you're walking in right into the party to say okay we walk in there's not one person in costume there's not 
not Julie, not, not, I mean, I was like, what the heck? Julie didn't dress up for her own no, costume no, party? Nobody did. That's there was not, not cool. one person. So I was like, that kind of like killed my spirit. My Dia de los Muertos spirit. <laughs> I mean, I was walking around So your day of the people. dead spirit died that day. <laughs> you know, I was walking around with a half-painted face. <laughs> Which side did you eat from? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> Well, did you hear? I said your day of the dead spirit died that day. Yeah, <laughs> it was crushed. It so was the day of the dead like, dead spirit. <laughs> I mean, I was like, "Come on, Julie." She's like, "Oh well, like you know, I got busy," and I understand. But I don't. at least give me a warning. Don't come home. Don't don't dress up. No, no one else no, is no, going to no. be you, here. You were completely in the right. You had the right spirit. You were. uh the invitation said to dress up and you were, you were just trying to have a good time. It's not yeah. your fault that everybody else was a big old nerd and couldn't have fun. I know they thought they were too cool, but really it was the opposite. Yeah. They were too uncool. <laughs> I felt a little embarrassed. Just a tad. Well, Cause the kids were dressed up too. Did they feel embarrassed? Yeah. They were like, Mom, we're out of place. We need to go to a Dia de los Muertos party. <laughs> Maybe next time. Maybe next time, yeah. That's a good story. <laughs> Speaking of stories, and Julie, we have more stories from Julie that she told us. And we also have one more story from your sister. So, to keep this from going too, too long, I think we should do one of Julie's stories first. I agree. Do you want to hear about... um? the incident she had in, in the house that you went to for the party? Or do you want to hear about um, a really scary nightmare that she had? I think let's go with the nightmare first. Okay. Well, we refer to a pesadilla in this story. Do you mind telling the audience what a pesadilla is? Um, It's not that tortilla and cheese thing. that. No, I, not a quesadilla. Not a yeah, quesadilla. I, some, I sometimes but, confuse that, which is delicious, by the way. Yeah. She did not have a delicious dream. <laughs> no, she did not. It did a not have cheese and fajita and flour <laughs> tortillas together, nice and warm and melted. Um, a pesadilla is basically, you know, it's a nightmare. But the more and more I've read up on it, it's considered sleep paralysis. And it's where you basically feel paralyzed or confined to where you can't move you can make very little sound. You can't really speak. So if you're trying to scream and ask for help or stop or don't do that, you can't. It's like you can't get anything out. And the entire time you can see yourself in this state of, you know, being. Of Texas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is very scary. I mean, I was actually, anyway, it's yeah, scary because. Some, you're experiencing something outer Terrible, body yeah horrific and there's nothing you can do about it yeah and the normal dreams you could say oh shit i just kicked the shit out of whatever and and took my toenail off and you were able to wake up and you know look i don't but, hey look i know you're making fun of me but i won <laughs> that fight in my dream that was Shut a fair up, fight I'm gonna play the story <laughs> 
Shut up. I'll play the story. Okay. <laughs> as soon as I get it ready. <laughs> Talking about Julie's best idea. Not better. Shut up. I'm going to play the story. <laughs> you know, it only takes three seconds for some a conversation to go awkward. <laughs> well, with you, it's even sooner. Let me try this again. Shut up and play the story. Um, but there was one time that I did have a really bad pesadilla. Um, and it came to the fact that they were making me, well, not making me, they were wa- watching a scary movie. And I s- was trying to prove to them that I could handle a scary movie, that I want, that I loved scary movies. Okay, so that was that night. The next night over, um, it was me, Augustine, and Emily was small at the time. She had to be about two or three years old. Well, she was sleeping with us in the bed that night, and I had, well, we were asleep. I felt like we were asleep for a long time. I have no idea what time it is because I don't have a clock in my room, um, which this is my older room that since we changed into the new room, Augustine sleeps in this room that I'm talking about now. So we went to bed like we normally do. I didn't feel anything, didn't feel no negative energy, and didn't feel anything, just regular day-to-day things. You know, turn off the light, good night, love you. And then during the night, I began to wake up because I could hear a noise. And, you know, I began to wake up because I got curious to see what was this noise. And once I began to open my eyes, the noise became what I got to think was a growling noise. And we didn't have a dog inside the house. And so I was like, I began to like second question. I began to question myself to say, is there a dog in here? I mean, it sounded like an evil growling, like a dog. A Cujo growl. And I was like, where is that growling coming from? And then when I'm like, literally like my whole, my whole, my whole face, my eyes and my brain is now woke by this growling noise. And it sounded like as if there was a dog under my bed and it began to growl. And I could feel from it growling I imagine that there was a dog under my bed growling and it shaking off the water because you know how a dog, when a dog gets wet, it shakes off the excess water. Yes. I could feel my bed shaking. And again, during this moment of like a vibration shaking type, I thought to myself, why would there be a wet dog under my bed? And then every time I would think about it, I could just feel the the shaking now. I mean, the shaking wasn't like moving me off the bed, making me fall off. It was like just a vibration type shaking. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I am laying on my right side facing the wall, which there is a moonlight coming in. And when I start to like turn over, 
to see, to like basically wake up Augustine. Are you hearing this? Can you hear this? And as I'm starting to turn over, I'm turning my head to my left side so that way I can try to get, you know, holler out to him and move to get his attention, which his back is against me, which, which with Emily in the bed. And as I turn my head to the, to the left side to look his way, Emily just sits up. Oh. just from she was laying on her back and she just literally just sits up and she's now in a sitting mode. Oh. And I said, Emily, I said, mommy, I said, what, what are you okay? What's wrong? And her, when I looked, when I turned all the way over to look at her, her eyes are closed because again, the moonlight, I can, you know, see that her eyes are closed, which our bed sits right in front of the window, sat in front of the window and so I was like, Emily, what's wrong? And at that point, she just slightly turned her head in my direction and just fell back. Oh, my God. She, she would not. But I didn't touch her. I yeah. just talked to her trying to Emily, Emily, because she just sat up like she was hearing the noise. And then the more that I called, she just, you know, with her eyes closed, slightly looked my way. And I was about to touch her, at her. That's when she fell back. And she stayed in that position. And she was, you know, I could see that she was breathing. And I was trying to get Augustine. And at that point, I could not touch past my area. I could not, my legs could not reach over to try to touch on him. Like, I couldn't get his attention. Like you were frozen. I couldn't. I couldn't holler out to him. Do you think it was and like I, sleep paralysis? I have no idea what it was, but I know that I just started praying as hard and fast as I could. And I just kept on praying and rebuking whatever this was in the name of Jesus. And I was I was crying. I had tears coming down my eyes and I was just crying oh, and praying. But the more that I prayed, the less fear I had. Good. Yeah. And so at that point, I was able to get I felt myself. I was able to get up out of the bed and I just started putting my hands over, like, you know, holding my hands out in front of me and. I was standing looking at Emily and Augustine, which were, they were still asleep. And I was just praying and I was just, I don't want to say that I was cussing this negative dark spirit, but I had my weapon and I was just, my weapon was prayers and rebuking it. And, you know, I let this thing know that I was not afraid of it. I was not afraid of it. You were not going to take me. You're not going to take my family. I do not believe in you. I believe in Jesus Christ and just kept on and kept on praying. And I could feel myself able. Just kept on saying, you're not going to take me. You're not going to take me. You cannot have me. And I just felt that I no longer had fear of this thing. And before you know it, Augustine was still asleep on his side, and it's like he begins to lift off the bed. What? 
Oh. He begins to like afloat, you know, and then again, I was not scared of whatever this had me in, whether it's a dream or whether this really did happen. But I, let me just say that I battled with whatever the hell this thing was. And I just kept on praying. I got hold of his legs and I touched him and I just prayed and rebuked it and told this evil thing that had a hold of my husband that he, he's, he's not going to take him whatever you are whatever this is you're not going to take myself my family my husband nothing you're not welcome here and it's just like whatever it is that he felt whatever i felt that he this thing was had a hold and it lasted and i i i just had to to fight I'm glad you and, did. My goodness. And it just, it just like, it just released him. And then I was able to, you know, go over to Augustine's side and he woke up like nothing. <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, why wouldn't I be? I'm like, and he's like, but his arm was hurt hurting he had he felt like his arm was sore and that's because it was his left arm that he was talking about like his wrist and his forearm and he he had a few scratches on his arm but it's like i don't know if i, I don't know what happened to his arm but that's i knew that i was trying to get a hold of him in, in this, in this, this occurrence that happened, I just felt like whatever this was, was trying to attack me in any way that it possibly could. Because at first I felt like it was towards me, but you know, specifically and physically towards me. But then after I began to be able to get the strength and, and no longer had fear. It was going to try to hurt me another way and try to take. I was seen. I've never heard this story. I, I never knew this happened to you. Yeah. It's been probably, like I said, Emily's going to be 12 and it's probably about 10 years ago, maybe or so. Wow. And I've never, as far as the negative here at my house, at our home, I, that was the first and last time Thank goodness. that I've ever yeah. felt any any type of dark. And like I said, I don't know if if this really did happen or if this was a pesadilla, which pesadillas are just as bad as if it did happen. Well, cuz what do you think of that? Um, it's I mean it's scary. Like like she said, nightmares alone make you think you know what is what does this dream mean it really i mean i've made myself i mean i've woken up crying or like super scared for nightmares i woke up with a busted toe one yeah time. <laughs> yeah so to experience the you know pesadilla which is the you know a nightmare the nightmare yeah um it is it you it just takes you to this dark dark place I was reading um, about sleep paralysis. I think I mentioned that to you earlier. And 
it's basically you do feel literally paralyzed or you're immobilized where you cannot move. You can't really speak. You can't scream, right. which I think that alone puts us in a fear, a state of fear. Well, yeah, you're you're completely vulnerable and yeah. helpless. Yeah. So you're going to feel like you're the most susceptible to anything. And yeah. the thing that freaks me out is she does. She can't tell. She didn't know if it was a dream or if it was something that she was really experiencing. And for ten years now, like for it to be that realistic is scary. And if it is something that really happened, that's even scarier. Yeah. Like she was. She I was. Mean, she was fighting for her family against some sort of dark force. Right. Um. And it's the way she t- tells the story. It's like it just happened because it's it's very vivid. Yeah. Like her her the way she talks about it is like something you she will never forget. And you hear it happened ten years ago. I mean, and she remembers details and like, did she really grab Augustine's arm and maybe get scratches or something on him? You know, I would think he would wake up. You know, by being touched or something, or maybe something. I don't. I don't know. You know how that's crazy yeah. that he he was hurting, and in her dream, she was trying to get to him to like save him, and then he wakes up and he's he's you know his wrist or his arm is a little sore and there's some scratches on it. That's crazy. <laughs> it is spooky. Very spooky. Because it's about time for a break. Let's go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, we'll continue with some more spooky stories. Hey, are you enjoying number two podcast? Would you like to support us so that we can keep making these great shows for you? Cuz, why don't you tell them where they can go? Hit us up at campfirepod.com slash support us. That's C-A-M-P-F. Y-R-E-P-O-D dot com slash support us. Support us is all one word. You can support Number Two Podcast directly with a monthly donation for as little as 99 cents per month through our anchor.fm website. Or scroll down a little more and you can click on our merchandise link and that'll take you directly to our Amazon store where you can buy one of the shirts that we offer. And if you pick up anything else during that visit, we'll make a small commission at no extra charge to you. That's right. Listen in style. Pick up a badass shirt support us at campfirepod.com slash support us that's c-a-m-p-f-y-r-e-p-o-d dot com slash support us un dos tres let's continue to de-stress how can we de-stress when we're listening to these scary stories I don't know, but shit. (laughs) (laughs) Biting my fingernails, listening to Julie. (laughs) Talk about her scary nightmare. I I don't have a scary nightmare story or even really a spooky story to share, but I do have a, I don't know, maybe a ghostly encounter to share. I've I've told this story before, but I'll, I'll tell it again just because of the tradition of Halloween or whatnot. But uh, years ago, when I was living out of Texas, I had come back home to visit mom, and uh, my brother was living out of 
he was living in, I think, Dallas at the time, but he had also come back to visit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember. The, it wasn't like for any particular special occasion that I can think of. It was just like we both had free time to come back and visit. And we were at my mom's house. And I had passed in front of the, the hallway, which at the other end of the hallway is is the bathroom, the restroom. And the house where my mom lives now is the house that my grandparents used to live in, our grandparents. They weren't just mine, although I was their favorite compared to you. That's why yeah. That's why I said my grandparents, because they, they pretty much disowned you. <laughs> no, but uh, when, when they lived there, our grandpa used to, to smoke, even though he tried to quit several times, if you remember. Yeah. And he used to sneak smokes in the bathroom when he would go to do a number two, a number two podcast. A number two podcast. He would do a number, yeah. Back then, he would do a number two plop cast because it would just, I'm, I'm assuming. <laughs> plop, plop, plop. <laughs> yeah. So um, everybody pretty much knew it because when he, he would come out, it would have a particular smell that wasn't exactly yeah, smoke. shit and smoke. Yeah, it wasn't exactly <laughs> smoke. It wasn't exactly shit. It was some weird combination of the two. Except grandma either willfully ignored it or she legitimately didn't know that that's what he was doing in there. But Everybody else knew because, you know, he'd open that door and you'd smell it like, oh, okay, we know what he was doing in there. So um, it it was a very distinct smell. <laughs> All right. So years later, he's passed away. Our grandmother's passed away. And now my mom is living in that house. And my brother and I are there visiting. And I pass in front of the hallway opposite from the from the bathroom. And I swear I smelled that poopy smoke smell that Damn. that unique smell that he would have when he would come out from the bathroom after smoking and shitting in there Damn! and he, he had already been passed away for like let's see i, I want to say that might have been like 2010 when i was visiting so he had already been gone for like what 15 years by that point so I was trying to rationalize it. I was trying to rationalize it. Am I saying that right? I can't get the word out. Yeah. I was trying to rationalize it and figure out, like, what could this be? Was it a trapped smell someplace? I don't know. How can you trap that smell for 15 years and it not change? Um, I I was, I, I, I don't know. I couldn't figure it out. So I asked my brother, I was like, hey, do you smell that smell and he came over and took a whiff he's like yeah i said doesn't that smell like when grandpa would go to the bathroom and smoke he was like yeah it does so there we are the two of us standing there smelling this shitty smoke smell and then mom asked us what we were doing and we explained to her what it was and you smell that shit (laughs) and you know i've as weird as this story is, it's kind of sad because my mom came over to try and smell the smell too. And she, you know, she had, she has like a bad sense of smell. So she, she was struggling to smell it, but couldn't smell it, which is sad because like, if it was like a visitation from grandpa, yeah. you know, that be a way for her yeah. to connect with him one more time. So there's the three of us standing in this odor, just inhaling it. Like, yeah, grandpa, is that you? Yeah, no, no, like, hey, that's grandpa's smoky shit, right? And then I, who ever thought we'd miss that? <laughs> well, it's it's weird that it that it would happen. Yeah, 
Yeah. And then it made me kind of laugh because our grandpa was a bit of a jokester. So if this was him coming to say hello or whatever, I can't think of a, a for his personality. Like he was the first person I ever saw do the pull my finger trick where he pulls his finger yeah. and then he farts. That's crazy. So for it him to come by and say hello, <laughs> it would not surprise me that he would stop and take a shit and a smoke <laughs> <laughs> and be like, you smell that? Yep. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, gosh. So that, that was my, crazy. that's the, the. Um, only time that I had like a, a, I guess you could say a physical kind of ghostly encounter was yeah. smelling grandpa's smoky shit again. Yeah. Um, I'm going to tag on to the smoke smell, but I can't say it's even really a ghost type encounter. Um, so when, um, when grandma passed away and then bones, uncle bones passed away um, I don't know how, or maybe it was your mom's. I, I really don't know, but there was an estate sale or a garage sale sometime after the passing of, of grandma and bones. And there was a shelf. I think I got it from your mom actually, but the shelf, uh, I think is one that bones made like a bookcase type shelf. And I want to say it was in your mom's kitchen. Or maybe it was something in Bones's room. And I'm going to take a picture and I'll send it to you later. The famous shelf I'm talking about. Um, but I've, I've, I have that shelf now, that bookshelf. And I moved it from different rooms in the, our house. Um, and every time I have to move it or I get close to it or I'm cleaning, it smells smoke. Well, Bones, Uncle Bones would always, he was a smoker. Big time. Smoker yeah. and drinker. Uh, yeah. And Beer and cigarettes. Anything that I've ever bought secondhand or something that's been p- passed down to me um, from family members. They have a smell? Yeah. I mean, maybe in the beginning it might have that house or that smell that comes along with that whatever it is that I'm that's being passed down. And but this bookshelf does not lose its smell and it in and sometimes it doesn't i don't feel scared because you know like you watch these scary movies and there's a doll that's been passed down (laughs) yeah well it smells and when i when i have moved it I, i i get this thought in my head like like should i have this bookshelf is there a bad spirit connected to this bookshelf? Because um, it was handmade. I mean, Bones made that. Right. He was, uh, he was a bit of a carpenter as well. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, when you were talking about Grandpa's smoke and shit smell, I'm like, wait a minute. I have a bookshelf and smoke smell story. <laughs> um, but it does. When I, like I said, well, I don't move it all the time, obviously. But well, when you smell when that do, smoke, how do you feel? Does it does it make you feel it's scared? It's questionable. Or? It's questionable. Like it's not like oh, I'm you know, like I stop and I think, why does it still smell? What does that? And I I started like, what does it mean? Like why would this bookshelf, who I think was Bones's, then passed to your mom or given to your mom? 
Shit, I don't even really if it's remember. The one I think it is. I think it's the one he made for her. Which is weird. But because it still smells like smoke. Which is weird because it spent, if it's the one I'm thinking of, it spent many years in our house, which was a smokeless house. Yeah. That's the other thing that's confusing. It's it's It confuses me. So, like, I swear, every time that I've had to move it, it's like I go into this thing. Is this an Annabelle type? No. Look, there's only one solution because you have to take it in the backyard and burn it with all the books on there just to be safe. <laughs> They're all contaminated I'm with this kidding. bad spirit. No, yeah. I'm kidding. So that's my smoke story. And like, I don't want to say scary feeling, but it's. It's a little spooky. Yeah. It's like, it's a bit questionable. Like, I don't get it. It's not making much sense. Splash some holy water on there. Read those books and you'll be fine. If I splash holy water and I hear sizzling. <laughs> I'm going to take that damn bookshelf and burn the hell out of and it. Donate it to Goodwill. Somebody else can use it. <laughs> We're passing the curse around. <laughs> All right, cuz what do you want to hear next? We have more stories from Julie, uh and we also have a story from your sister Lupe about her imaginary friend. Let's go with the imaginary friend. All right. Let's do that. Cuz I remember also when you were little, you had an imaginary friend that you would play with. Uh well, yeah, I mean, I vaguely remember that. Okay. One of the and I don't. Here's the crazy part. Y'all remember those sofas that we had? They were like a mustard. Yeah, like a golden suede. green. Yeah, yes, yeah. I was yes. just thinking about. It. Yeah, I definitely remember that. So, the only thing that I clearly remember is sitting by. And the crazy thing is, is that my mom always says about how I used to play with the ball or a balloon. I would. I remember sitting behind the couch why i always sat behind the couch when i was i there remember with grandma i remember that i would always sit behind the couch and I, I have a clear vision of grandma walking through the double doors which now is my mom's bedroom but at the time it was the dining room right i remember that yeah and there was a chain that you would have to pull to basically open it, it was kind of like a lock. Yeah, yeah. It, it kept the double door doors. closed so that the other one would lock to it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So she pulled that down and opened the door. She opened both doors and she walked away. And I remember having a ball and it was one of those rubber balls that you, um, well, y'all know you can get them everywhere, but it's, they're just real cheap balls. And I remember hitting it like it got away from me because I was just like rolling it, you know, close by me. Like, I don't know how to describe it, but, you know, but I remember getting away with, you know, out of my reach. And I kid y'all not. And I don't think I've even told my mom this because I don't want her to think that, you know, I'm crazy or anything. But I just remember it stopping and it just rolling right back to me. Oh, that was your imaginary friend. <laughs> well, it could have been, or it could have been something else. I don't know. But I will never, ever forget that. And I was, oh, man, y'all, I had to be, what, four, five? Yeah. Damn. I remember, here's what I remember about your friend. You said that grandma killed it because it was asleep in the laundry that she yeah. put in the washer. <laughs> 
<laughs> you remember yeah, that? I remember, I remember that. I don't remember. Y'all got to understand. Well, I'm pretty sure y'all know. But once you get to a certain age, you kind of forget, you yeah, know. But yeah. I vaguely remember we had a washer and dryer. Um, I want to say it was in the kitchen. I think so, yeah. And But it was in the corner as soon as you walked into yes. the kitchen. Yep, that's what I'm remembering exactly, yes. Right when you walk in the kitchen, it was and, right there to your left. Yes, right to your left. And I just remember there were piles and piles of clothes. Because, let's and, explain. You know, you're, there's your mom, and then she had, what, five kids? Were there yeah, five of y'all yet? Five, yeah. Uh, yeah probably so, four with okay, this time so taking place, yeah. Yeah, you're right, because we were so young then. Yeah. So y'all had a lot of clothes. Y'all just... Yeah, there were a lot of people. And it didn't feel like we had a lot of clothes. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> That's because they were always dirty, <laughs> right? Um, I just remember having a conversation with Grandma and being like, you know, I was like digging for something. Like if I was looking for this, imagine it just from I don't know. It, and I was, she told me, you know, I was like, where, where's he at? Where'd it go? And she's, I want to say, she said I must have washed him, or it was in. Of course, she probably had no idea what I was talking about. And yeah. just said, you know, it was if it was in the clothes, I put it in the washer, you know. And um, I just remember sitting, you know, like crying, upset, looking in the washer afterwards. But I don't remember anything after that. Damn. And it was like that mustard color uh, washer. Yeah, that, oh, like, you're right. Y'all remember that? But- yeah, it was. It was what. It was the thing about the early 80s was that it had a lot of the 70s still left over in it. Yeah. So you had those mustard yellow Appliances and furniture. And appliances. Yes. Damn. Cars. I think the correct name for it back then was called avocado gold. Ew. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> I just keep saying mustard because yeah. it's that Dijon no, mustard no, no, no. That's what it looked like. Yeah. Oh, man. So, grandma, yeah. grandma washed your imaginary friend, and that was the last you ever heard from him? Yep. I don't even remember what he looked like. I, I want to say at one point in time I thought he was bald. I can't remember, though. Oof. I know it's kind of scary, right? Yeah. I can't remember, though. Now, do you think that she had an imaginary friend? Yeah. Imaginary, or do you think it was something else? I don't know. I, I kind of, you know, that's not something we talk about all the time. But when I hear the story again, it's so vivid. It so, seems so real for her to remember certain details that, that made an impact. Like, Well, here's what I'm getting at uh, from, and I'm not, I, you know, let me preface by saying I haven't studied deeply into this subject I'm not a psychologist, obviously. I don't have a degree in psychology. I've only lightly <laughs> read through stuff, and I've taken a couple of psychology classes in college, one being psychology at TV and film. It was a fun class. I highly recommend it. But from my understanding, most kids who have an imaginary friend, they're usually only child, like the only child. So they're mm-hmm. lonely, and they make up an imaginary friend to play with. Your sister had three siblings. You were close to her in age. So if she wanted a playmate, she had plenty to choose from. Yeah. It's weird. Both 
it's weird that she would have to make somebody up to play with. Yeah. Which makes me wonder. Was it something else? Was it a, a, the spirit of a child or something that she might have been playing with? Yeah. Um, that, that grandma put in the washing machine. <laughs> yeah. Murderer. No, I'm I did. Um, speak ill of my grandmother. I know. I know. That's why she liked me more than you. <laughs> true, true. No, I'm joking. Uh, it's. There are some things, I guess the, the the house is the big house that we talked about the big on another episode. It, yeah, it was big, old, um, long hallways, big, tall ceiling. So it was spooky just naturally because it was big. And like, you know, being small kids, anything big or tall person, you're like, oh, I'm scared of intimidated of this. Okay. Right. It looks cavernous to your small frame at that time. Yeah. And, um, I, there were, again, times that I felt a negative or bad spirit, whatever. But I think when it came to that time frame, you know, I, I really don't remember a lot of stuff growing up, you know, like she was five years old. You couldn't ask me anything that happened when I was five or six. I, I don't remember. You don't remember anything uh, I don't know from if it's a good thing. first grade? I remember getting stabbed uh, with a pencil um, in kindergarten. And I know you can't see it, but I have p- pencil lead. Oh, my goodness, because I have one of those from ninth grade hand. where I got stabbed with yeah. a pencil. <laughs> That's about the only thing I remember. Oh, my goodness. I didn't know we had matching tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have lead in me. It's graph- probably what's wrong graphite. with me. Oh, okay. Graphite, Although it was whatever. the 80s, it might have been a lead pencil. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, which hand is it in? Your left? My or? right hand. Oh, mine's on my left. Yeah. So I guess we mirror each other. Ah, high five. Lead, lead, lead. Or graphite, whatever. <laughs> anyway, so I don't remember a lot. I don't know if it's because I may have like a learning, I don't want to say disability, but... A learning difference. I, difference, yeah, because... I'm so disconnected from, like you point out, you know, popular social, <laughs> popular. Right, right, right. Having um, friends outside the family. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, anyway. Reading books Loopy's that don't smell more, like smoke. Yeah. <laughs> Loopy's more intact and up to par with all that stuff. I mean, she can sing songs from back in the 80s. You do too. I mean, y'all just can quote lines from movies. I can't. Uh, so my whole point is, I don't remember feeling a, a scared oh. so much in the house during that time. So I would have to go with, I don't think it was an actual imaginary friend. I think there was an actual something there. Um, and I think that, because I remember when grandma would go over, you're like, the house was clean um, they, really, there weren't weren't a lot of things out of place, you know. And I do remember the ball or the balloon or whatever it was. I do remember that. I mean, so I think that there really may have been a spirit. And as we got older, you became and, less sensitive to that. Yeah, feeling. Yeah. And I, like I said, there's been times where I'm like, oh, the house is just scary because it's big. But I've 
been in the house by myself, you know, doing things for my mom if she's out of town or whatever. And Lupi and Andrea have made comments about they don't like going there by themselves. I'm okay with it. There's still sometimes I'm like, that's weird. Do I feel weird because something's, you know, or is it just because the house is big and I'm in it by myself? (laughs) So, I mean, if I got to go and drop a load and my mom's house is the closest house to me, I have no problem saying, mom, can I use your house? (laughs) So it's not scary for me. Yeah. It's not scary till you till you leave. Yeah, you I'm leave like a scary ship. <laughs> so boring. yeah. All right. I Do we have time for any more stories? I think we're good with Julie's last story. Yeah, it's only a few minutes. It's about six minutes long. It's about a a visitor. This one was one that she remembered right right at the very end of our conversation. And it yeah. was it was kind of spooky. Yeah. <laughs> so let's take a listen to this and see what's up with this. Hopefully your listeners will enjoy this little bit of a spookiness and mm-hmm. hopefully sure we will. don't have a, a new one. But, um, you know, oh, there is another one right quick. I just remembered. And this was I don't think it was I don't think it was a negative. Um, just right quick. It's just probably just a few minute story. Go ahead. Um, Jojo, which is my three-year-old, um, this was probably about last year or so ago. Um, in the front room and dining room, the main front room and dining room, the lights were all turned out. The um, There was a little light on the kitchen and in the family room, which is basically all open space, the TV was on. Um, so Jojo was playing around. Uh, me and Augustine were sitting on the couch side by side. And Jojo was just playing around back and forth. Well, Jojo had a cross in front of us and he was walking towards the kitchen and right there in the doorway, which leads into the main front room. He walked past, he walked and then he stopped in his tracks and turned towards the the front room. And he just stood there looking at it, looking there, just dead looking, focused on whatever it is that he saw and then he pointed his finger up and then he looked at me and Augustine and he says, look, and he had a smile on his face and he said, look, well, at that point, because we knew nobody was in the front room, me and Augustine were kind of just frozen in our tracks to like, do we really want to get up and look at this? <laughs> well, at that point, the dog got off the couch and went and stood next to Joseph while Joseph's just standing there pointing at whatever that he's looking at. And the dog's tail is just wagging like whatever this is has his attention also. Oh and my gosh. at that point, me and Augustine, Augustine's like, fork it. Let me see. <laughs> well, of course, at that point, he couldn't. I mean, we didn't see anything out of the ordinary. And <laughs> so after a while, you know, Jojo became like whatever this was. As soon as Augustine got up to go look that way, like it Jojo's attention got off of it and he went back to playing. And so I'm still like, do I want to know? So, you know, a few minutes later or so, I'm, you know, start talking to Jojo. I said, Jojo, I said, what was it that you were looking at in the front room? What was it? And he said, a lady. And I said, 
a lady. Well, what, what's the lady's name? I don't know. I said, what did the lady tell you? She told me to come. She told me to come. She, you know, told me to come. And I said, well, what did she look like? I don't know. And, you know, I asked him, I said, tell me, I said, show me where the lady was standing, where she was. I said, was the lady sitting or standing? Where was the lady at? Well, he, you know, took me in there and his, you know, lady was standing between the sofas close by the door. And I said, show me what the lady was doing. He told me with his hand, like, you know, telling him, you know, with the fingers coming back and forth, you know. Oh, God. And... That was it. But he stood there smiling at whatever this was in awe and just pointed his finger, looked at our way and said, look, look. I know you said at the beginning of the story, it wasn't that bad, but I got some fear tears from that story. That creeped I me got out. chills. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I mean, she didn't mess with us. So, I mean, well, I mean, I guess on the end, she was telling Jojo to come. Did, did she want to? take Jojo somewhere or what but I mean I honestly didn't feel a negative I felt a little yeah I felt a little weary about the fact that because it's unseen we can't see it and I do truly believe that there are ghosts amongst us or spirits amongst us or whatever and I honestly believe that young children can see these yeah I've heard a lot that children and, and animals are and are animals more because yeah. sometimes the dog would you know he'd be sitting on the couch with us or whatever and he'd just get up and he'd just be looking off in what I say la la land and his little tail just wags oh. you know so I mean it doesn't happen often but as long you know, as you I'm, I'm, yeah as long as it's not negative yeah <laughs> you, know, like you don't feel that it, bad spirit true. so. No, I, I don't feel that. The only one time that that happened, and you know, ever since then. But this, the most recent thing that I could think of here at the house, I just remembered, was when JoJo was telling me and Augustine that there was a lady there. Wow! And you know, who was this lady? Was it our aunt? Was it my mama? Was it my mother-in-law? Or was it a different spirit that been here or roaming? Yeah. I don't know. Woo. Yeah. Well, you gave us one. You, you ended it with a good one because that's, uh, that's a creepy one. So. Well, I'm glad I was able to um, be a part of that. And I'm, yeah. glad that I, I'm glad my light bulb turned on to remember that last one. What do you think of that, cuz? I got chills three times listening to that again. Like body, like a chill ran through. Yeah, because when you when you experience something like that, personally, I do like to have a skeptic around sometimes just to like balance things out. Mm-hmm. So when you're like, "Oh, was that a, a ghost?" and it's kind of comforting for somebody to be like, "Oh no, no, no you're overreacting. It was it was this or that, or it could have been whatever." Yeah. But when they both when when uh, Augustine and Julie both look at each other like, oh shit, there's something in there. <laughs> it makes you feel like there is something in there. Yeah, and and them being parents and having their child experience that, like, 
it's it's spooky because your your child might be seeing something that you can't see and for it to be inviting them to go someplace it's it's yeah. frightening yeah i mean the other thing is the dog you know animals have what they say like a sixth sense you know they can sense or see things we we look out the window and our dogs are going crazy and we're like why what what is it we don't see anything and you know they might see something we go we it's don't. the ghost peeking through your window it's that peeping yeah. tom ghost <laughs> no like the, the and, dog here the will start barking like crazy and it's because they can sense there's somebody outside like across the street yeah. they can hear it or sense, or they can just yeah. tell and it's usually like a delivery driver bringing something to the door yeah but they're the yeah. dog is going crazy before they even reach the door yeah I mean, so for their dog to get up and sit next to Jojo and, you know, when dogs wag their tails or excited or something, you know, whatever. So even though it may not have been a bad negative type spirit feeling, um, it's still creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, that's your, your one and a half, two year old child that's pointing at something in a dark room or in a room that you can't see and the dog's like looking at it too. <laughs> oh, scary. It's a spooky one. Mm -hmm. Well, that's pretty much it for the stories because anything else you want to share? Just take care of yourself. And if you do have like spooky, scary things happening, then go see like a priest or an exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> or a mental health professional there you go that's where i was really going <laughs> that's probably just, the worst advice just, i could have just given to be on safe, our show cover all your bases <laughs> if it's not get you spirit, some holy water get you some holy water and uh you know a psychiatrist yeah for your kids too even if they're three or four <laughs> <laughs> Look, we don't know what we're talking about. Just don't don't listen to us. Just get some help somehow. Yeah. Don't listen to us, but just listen to the podcast. Yeah, listen to our podcast. <laughs> listen to us in that way. But maybe not take our advice because we really don't know what the hell we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> That's it for me. Me too. All right, cuz. Any last words before we go? Enjoy. Get ready for Halloween. Happy Halloween.